Live from behind enemy lines in Washington, D.C., it's game day with the Dallas Cowboys. We've got the latest news, rumors, and opinions, all wrapped up with our own brand of biased, brainless, blithering, sure to drop your sports IQ by at least 20 points. Game day is on the air. All right, welcome to game day with the Dallas Cowboys. We usually start this off with... um, Hater football show intro, but today we're going to go just pretty much right in to the Dallas Cowboys because we're all very <sighs> unhappy with what happened with the Dallas Cowboys last four weeks. Um, we had one good game out of those four, but uh, we've lost the last three out of four games. So, uh, Jeff, let's start with you because you were all high. And well, we got to get Mike on here. We invite him. Oh, he's not on here. You got by mistake. Oh, okay. Well, he sent me a message. Oh, okay. I see. Well, we'll just redo that. He dropped off. Where's Bunny? Where's but, Bunny? Yeah, Bunny's on vacation. I'm not in the mood for this tonight, Lan. I've told you about this. I love the I love the girl to death. Bunny is right, on coffee vacation. Is not, this coffee is this co- looks like yesterday's coffee. She's on one of those naked beaches for the week. Naked. Down yeah, down in Southern California. He said naked. Naked. <laughs> All right, Jeff, you're first one talking about the Dallas Cowboys this week. Um, I know. Don't I get to go first because I was the one that predicted. Hey, do you want to go first? (laughs) No, no. I want to hear Jeff's. Uh, Let's 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 hear Jeff's excuses. (laughs) (laughs) Are there excuses now? Yes. God, you guys are amazing. I would rather follow Jeff because then I can go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you got that thing queued up. Um, No, the. you know, I, I, one of the things that we I, I have talked about in the past is, you know, what I thought was a change in Dallas Cowboys culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the guys that they have drafted, you know, since McCarthy's gotten there, last year's guys and this year's group. Right. I, what I'm seeing, okay, is the vet, the, the guy, I'm just telling you, it's just how I feel. I can't prove any of this. It's just, but it, it there's been a country club atmosphere in Dallas for years. And, you know, uh, it just seems to me the vets, the, the old guys, like the, they're always hurt. Then it seems like it's an extended period of being hurt or they get COVID or they're involved in some suspension. I mean, it's it's there's always something with that with those guys. Yeah. You don't see that from Micah Parsons, or at least you haven't so far. You don't see it from Diggs. Diggs played, right? Diggs played with, with the pink eye. Remember that? Sure. Did you guys know that? Yes, I heard about it. Yeah, you play the game, you can barely even see. The guy goes, heck no, I'm playing. Right. You know, I'm watching Aaron Rodgers with a with fractured toe. Aaron Rodgers, MVP of the league, and I think front runner for MVP of the league this year. It's a big game. Every game's a big game. I'm watching it's Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think the coach called that play. I don't. I think he probably audibled it, which, mm. which is great leadership. And he called that run play against the Rams, that little pop. And he's playing and he's running with the ball. I'm watching Russell Wilson with his finger, you know, practically like stapled to his hand. He had a terrible game, but he played. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a guy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really feeling too good. I'm not feeling up to it. I got. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not myself. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? I, I mean, you can't. You can't go public with stuff like that. I mean, the whole league's going to be laughing at you for that. That is. That's soft. I'm sorry. And I like Amari Cooper, but they went public with this, and I wish they hadn't. But you know, it's just kind of like, oh my goodness. You know, I mean. My goodness, this is a huge game for the Dallas Cowboys. You got to play. You've got to play in this game. So yeah, I'm, I'm not happy with the culture. I think the culture looks like it's still there, and uh, you know the results are pretty obvious. So Mike, um, I know you had a lot less faith 
and what the Dallas Cowboys are going to achieve this year. Now, he mentioned culture. Um, what exactly is in this culture that's causing them to fail all the time? I mean, we're talking about injuries all the time. Is it a confidence deal? Is it a coaching deal? Is it the ownership? Is it all the above? What exactly is it? Well, I don't know if you remember. I didn't really say that there was no way they were going to win. What I was alluding to all these times, which had set Jeff, Jeff off multiple times, was the the culture, the coaching mistakes, the game plan mistakes, the time management mistakes, the penalties. All these things are coachable, can be eliminated through coaching. I know not every penalty can be done this way, and I and I believe in this Raider game, they kind of had it out for Brown. I mean, how do you have none going into this one game and then get four? Again, not saying that the refs were the reason or anything like that as to why we lost, but the some of these basic things like pass interference, I mean, all you had to do is turn his head because he really, on two of them, he really didn't do anything that that was that dramatic, but it looked bad live. So they had to throw the flag. So, um, you know, I was saying these things all along. The, the time management, the not throwing the red, the, uh, you know, throwing the flag, the call play, the play calling, which isn't McCarthy only. The, the certain things were just, it just seemed like these little cracks. And at the time we were just so new and fresh and, and nobody, you know, we didn't have many injuries, so we were we were playing above ourselves or playing to what we should be. I don't know which it is, but the, those things are now shining through. And I think a lot of them, is, is the decision making things, the, you know, uh, you know, these penalties are killing us. And and uh, would they have thirteen penalties? Uh, uh, that were accepted. I think that were accepted. Penalties. I think it was fourteen for each team, wasn't it, Jeff? That were accepted. There were a couple that were not accepted. Yeah. I mean, just to go along with Mike, and I don't mean to overrun, but I mean to go along with what Mike's saying. I mean, when you talk about the play calling, okay, uh, on that that last one, the one that lost the game. Uh, why? I mean, I, I'm sorry. It was like, and this happened all game long. It wasn't yes. just once. Okay, third and forever. And I have been talking about this. I have been talking about this before because we did it again. It was like third down, and they were like on the. Remember that play where like I think it was against Denver, like third and goal or something from like the thirteen, and the guy, the guy got. We get, I'm like, how does that happen? Okay, it's third down. I think it was third and eighteen or something like that. Yeah. And and first of all, we're in man to man. Right. Man to man. Okay. And then right. second of all, there's no help. There was no help over the top for Brown at all. Right. None. There was no safety there. And so and then and then it's like, how did he get behind you? How did he get behind you when you know there's no safety behind you? Like, if you, you know, you got to know when you come out of the huddle, I don't have any safety help over here. I can't let this guy get over the top. I got to keep him in front, right? Yeah. No, no, he got over the top. And then, you know, you got got the pass interference and it it costs us the game. That part, I think, is coaching because you're asking a player there to do something. And it was, you might be right. It was obvious to me that, you know, if you just touched the guy, it was going to be a flag. So right. you put you put the guy with your with your play call. You put your your guy on the field in a situation where he was only, he was probably going to fail, and that's coaching, in my opinion. Yeah, and and that's what I you know, that's what I keep seeing, and I've been seeing it all along. And we and because they were so much better and they were glazing over these things, it was not showing up as harsh as it is now. And I you know because we didn't have injuries, so our, a lot of our talent was better. Guys were fresher because it's the beginning of the year. Everybody, you know, they don't really have a preseason. So, and there was competition. So I think a lot of that played into overshadow this. Not that I think this team is done. 
I just think that they're up against it, and I, I, I really see the flaws is, is multiplied because of, you know, the lack of coaching, the lack of discipline. The, the, like, what's his Tristan Hill throws a punch at the end of the game. The game is literally right. over. Right. Not that Tristan Hill is anything worth noting, but just the fact that he decided that I'm taking this guy out. Screw yeah. the team. I don't care. Uh, for his personal what did I tell, what did whatever I tell the guy guys, did. What did I tell you about? I don't know if you guys remember. See, these are the types of guys. Look, I'm not saying the guy's not talented. but I, I, And again, I don't know if it's the guy or if it's the culture. That's what I'm getting at. We've had some guys leave Dallas and go and play for other teams. I don't know. If you watch, did you watch Randall Cobb the other night for the Packers? Yeah. Yeah. He played for us. He yeah. played. I'm sorry. I don't remember Randall Cobb playing like that for us. He played. This guy's playing really well. And I, I, can't, I think it's a Wouzier. I think I forgot. Who, he's playing really well. I watch these guys. And part of the, and this is where I get the culture thing. They go to other teams where that culture isn't tolerated there. Right. And then they play the way they're supposed to play. And in Dallas, we just don't seem to do that. It's just incredible to me. Uh, just how, like, like Tristan Hill, he, he had been hurt like all year long. Just got back. Yeah, here's Just Tristan. Got back. Tristan Hill what is, is he a doing? huge disappointment. A second round draft pick, and he has done absolutely nothing for the Dallas nothing. Cowboys. Nothing. Nothing. So but I it's don't, just uh, the selfishness, just yeah. the lack of team just and that is coaching. I hate to say it. That no, is right. just them not weeding out these, you know, buttheads. Just right. just not getting rid of these guys that are me first, me me me. Right. And I understand this whole generation of today, not to label everybody, but this whole generation of today is very me centric and i get yeah. that but right. it, 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 it's it's come on the teams that how do, how is new england good how is new england good they have no talent anywhere they uh, have uh, no wait a minute no, they, they but, got a few oh, but they come on talent. the coaching matters in a big way you can't you can't no, and you're he's right good you coach. Can't, the coaching in new england's been outstanding no doubt about it and and, and if you you know you got to have something i agree i'm not saying that you don't have anything but the Cowboys are a talented team. It, it, it's just they they don't I don't you know that you take there this, needs to be a change. Take That's this team, take these this current team, the Dallas Cowboy players, and you put them on New England. Right. What do you have? You get three Super Bowls in a row. Well, at least well, challenging. I mean, not, you never know what happens, but at least they be Well, I think but I think Mike hits a point though. I think one of the things that you you know you do you generally not none of these teams are are, are uh, above problems, okay. Right. But New England, in most of the years, you know they don't have they don't have all the injuries that Dallas seems to have. They don't have all the drama that Dallas always seems to have. You don't hear like, oh, you know, this guy is suspended for six games because he tried to pay off. Well, you know, they don't have that. Well, stuff and here's the thing: it's is Dallas that gets it's because it, it's because Belichick and like Jimmy Johnson when he's with, was with the Dallas Cowboys, he worked them hard enough that they didn't have the energy to go out and get into trouble. He but worked them true. hard enough to where they were in shape that they could get through the games all four quarters without getting whipped out and right. injured. Right. And, and also, you know what? When somebody went and Belichick's proven this recently, and so did and so did Jimmy. When you think about it. If you can't do the simple things we need you to do, bye-bye. We don't care if you're first round, first round, first pick. Yes. We don't care. Bye-bye. You're not better than the team. The team is more important than you. And and you already know that certain people get, you know, little more freedoms than others, and they say it. They didn't even make the plane trip home. Yeah, Yeah, but, 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 well, I mean, but look, guys, right? Like, like, see, this is where, this is what, and I I don't, we have no idea how this is playing on the minds of the various players in, in the Cowboy organization. 
But but I do remember, and I thought that this was the case. You know, Anai, remember him? Remember Anai? Yes. Came off sides, right? On a big play, never played again. In fact, mm-hmm. he never he never played for the Dallas Cowboys again. Right. Took him off the field and he was gone. And I was like, oh, this is great. The culture has really changed. We're not going to... Okay, and then you get a Tristan Hill. And, you know, uh, all of a sudden he's not going to be gone. And and that really bothers me. I mean, I, I think the players on that team are going to go like, wait a minute. You know, what's going on here? Well, why is this guy still here and this guy is gone? I mean, you know, he, I mean, people. I don't think people understand. To get suspended a game, it costs. They have to fill his two. spot with the player, right? It you was two. Somebody up. You got to. I mean, it's unbelievable. It was two games. They they cut it back to no, one. No, he got it down to one. Yeah. I heard he got. I think well, he, he should have because it was a, a, a. He didn't beat him in the head with his fist on a without a helmet on. He knocked right. the helmet off that was not strapped or anything. Right. You know, it was a slap to the head. Yeah. <laughs> The game was over. It was a slap to the helmet. Yeah, well, that's I understand that. And one thing is, you do it in the game, so it's happening in the heat of the moment, and they have a better feeling for that than they do something that's after the game. And dumbass Hill, Tristan Hill, gallops across the field to slap him in the head. You know, after the game's over. I just don't get it. I just well, he's an idiot. Drop him. He's an idiot. I drop him. Well, that, yes, that's what I would do. I, but Dallas doesn't seem to do that. That's what I'm getting at. It's like, no, we'll probably retain this guy, and he'll be back in our. He'll be back playing for us next week. Yeah. You know, I want. I don't want guys like that. I want guys that are smart. I want guys that are that play discipline. They know all their roles. They play for the team because all that money stuff takes care of itself, right? You just you, you win. It all takes care of itself. So you know, but we just we just don't have that. We have a lot of like Mike said. We it seems like we have guys who just they don't get it. And and part of that is because Dallas retains players who don't get it and then that affects your culture and ruins you. Well, Big Daddy, that's, that's why. I feel about Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Yep. Big, Daddy. Big Daddy. Jerry Jones. Oh, you also get that and then, and then and then the coach the coach is not the coach, so you know, because everybody has to listen to Jerry, it isn't it isn't, you know, McCarthy gets to make decisions, but ultimately if Jerry doesn't sign off then it doesn't matter and right. and so you're back to the same thing, and, and remember the Cowboys went 13 and three a couple years back when mm-hmm. uh, uh, Zeke and uh, Dak were first, you know, coming out. Yeah, rookies. Yeah. They were so fresh, they were so new, they didn't know the what they could or could get away with. You know, they were used not used to this. They weren't used to the country club right. uh, atmosphere right. type of thing. And well, that's, that's a, a culture, though. Well, that's what you we know? all mean by by the uh, you know the, the atmosphere that they they have in Dallas. You know. The, the tradition that they have of babying their players. Well, did you guys pick up on what went on this week? You know, Mike McCarthy, and this has happened several times this year. Mike McCarthy was saying one thing, and Jerry Jones steps in and says, Amari Cooper's playing. Yeah. And, and McCarthy's like, well, you know, if he can't practice on Wednesday, I can't imagine he's getting on the plane. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jerry Jeff. Jerry Jones is announcing that he's, getting, he's playing. Here's, well, like, well who's, who, who, what's going on here? Here's the thing, Jeff. If he's able to play, I don't give a damn if he practices on Wednesday or not. He should be in the game. Yeah, but there's a coach, and then the coach makes the decision. If the coach doesn't make the decision and the owner makes the decision, well, the coach is, be the coach. If the coach is, <laughs> yeah. if, if he's not, but here's what McCarthy said, and I heard this interview. He right. said that he hadn't had time to practice this week. Well, let me ask you this. Who's going to be better than an unpracticed Amari Cooper in his spot? Is Noah going to do that? Noah, uh, what's his name? Brown. Brown, Noah Brown. Is Noah Brown going to play a better game out there because he practiced that week than Amari Cooper because he didn't? 
No. Of course not. Well, you know, but here's the here's the thing that bothered me, and this is just again, uh, you know, the reality of when you're, you're trying to coach a football team. Okay, if you have a guy like Amari Cooper, and we don't know if he's going to play or not on Monday, we no, don't we know don't. if he's going to play or not on Tuesday. We don't know. So okay, now what do we got to do? I now have to take C.D. Lamb or whoever, and then said Wilson, he, he he's not playing. He's so not playing. No. He's not playing. So well, you know, so now right, okay, he's out. Where, where where am I? And the coaching staff is even there. So where am I? Well, I'm usually, like, okay, wait a minute. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that. Okay, if Cooper isn't going to play, okay, uh, CD, you're going to play the number one, or or Gallup, you're going to play the number Not one. But usually. hey, he might play. He might play. Guys. I mean, he, he look, keep the, they don't usually pull a player out of their designated position just because one guy's not going to be playing his position. In other words, if Amari Cooper doesn't play nine times out of ten, they're going to put Noah Brown in his spot and not move CeeDee Lamb. Now, they may do it here and there, but damn it, that should already be the case with any team. These these wide receivers should be able to line up anywhere on the field because you can't just have your best wide receiver isolated in the same spot and they just zero in on them. You have to move them around. But they don't typically, they're not typically going to move C.D. Lamb over into Amari Cooper's spot. They're going to put Noah Brown in there because Noah Brown is the one who is practicing the same patterns in each play as what Amari Cooper runs. Yeah, I understand that, but the reality With the of it, it, right? But that's you know, I mean, from playing defense against that, that you know, that's <laughs> that that's a big difference. You know, we 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 all agree, right? That that's like a a, a dropping off the side of a cliff. I mean, Cooper's fantastic. Yes, and Brown yes. is Brown is a decent reserve player. Like to maybe give him a blow, but he's not a guy that you can put out there for sixty plays a game and expect him to even come close. To Honestly, him. I think Noah, we've already seen that. I think Noah Brown could be a third wide receiver on a lot of teams. He's good. Yeah, he has size, but he's but he's more of a he, he's not a number one. Well, we really don't really have that anyway. But he's not like a true. He's not a number one. His hands are not guy. what Amari Cooper's hands are. Yeah, he's not gonna no. And and he's not the route runner that Amari Cooper is. Right. And that you know, and and against the Saints, uh, uh, I, 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 I'd be surprised if the Saints don't play a certain style of football tomorrow night. But we'll see. Um, but I, here's I the thing: they're injured too. You know, they we should not be worried about the Saints, even with well, you our worry about their defense. Their defense is pretty stout. The injuries they've got: Ellis is injured. Uh, Davenport, defensive end, is injured. Um, yeah, I can't. I've never been able to but, pronounce but this guy's Boyd name. Not right, right, Cam defensive end. And uh, Ryan uh, Ramchak, offensive tackle, questionable. Amar, uh, yeah, well, Alvin the, the, Kamara's been injured. He's gonna. I think he's gonna play tomorrow, though. Yeah, he's coming back. He, he well, he was limited today, and he's still questionable. But the the the, the you did hit on one that I think is 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 important because um, Taron Armstead is is probably not gonna play for sure. Well, that's good. That's uh, two of their offensive linemen. Is Ramchak gonna play? Well, those are tackles. I mean, uh, your Ram, you know, so now you're bringing back, you know, now you. <laughs> You yeah, you got both their tackles Parsons, possibly. You start yeah. bringing in Lawrence off the edge. Yeah, and and you've got some real problems if you're the Saints at tackle. I think we'll see. Yeah, well, Parsons. Yeah. I'm, I don't know where they're going to use Parsons this week, but he he is. You know, if you put this guy in as a let's just say you're going to put him in as an edge rusher every right. every play, this guy's an instant star. <laughs> he's Honestly, a star. Yes. he he's is an, he's he's a 15 plus sack guy a year. The thing is, is that you know what 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 might happen, which I'm which we don't know because we haven't seen Lawrence play. But I think Lawrence is a better run player than he is a pass rusher. But what I think teams are doing or trying to do and have been doing is they're trying to run, they've been trying to run away from Parsons all the time because the other defensive ends that we've had out there right recently aren't very good. I mean, you know, we've had we've had Basham and we've had Golson. 
Yeah. They got to they got to run and run plays at those guys trying to stay away from Parsons. Now they could end up running into Lawrence, and so that it takes away that edge run for them. I, I'm really curious to see how that plays well, in this Basham, game, well, but I think that could be a problem. What was was Basham an undrafted free agent or something? He was in. I saw him on, on the camp show that's on NFL Channel, but you know I've never seen him before. He wasn't on the Cowboys until this year. Unless he was um, practicing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll look that up. See what his his history is. While you guys are talking. Um, so Mike. What so do you Mike. Th- yeah. What do you think this weekend? Uh, Thursday. What do you think the game's gonna be? I, I <laughs> I'm nervous. That's all I'm saying. Um, this is not the season, but it's getting getting to that point. Um, we don't have. You know, we, we we're running out of uh, free losses here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, we. You know, this is uh, as much as a must-win as could be in this situation. So, uh, I mean, I guess uh, I hope. I it, you know it's a Thursday night game, but they get a full week, so they should be well rested and and have enough practice. So I think they were able to put in a decent game plan. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't trust this this coaching staff. I mean, I love uh, what's his name at the offensive coordinator, but uh, you know, it, as much as he was shining early, it's starting to crack now. So uh, I don't know why they don't run the ball more and, when it's working, and then just go away from it. Like they, I don't I don't know if you while well, you were watching, but uh, I forget which game it was. They were doing that rollout option play, yeah. yes. and 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 they just said. We're not going to use it anymore. It worked too well. Yeah. And they stopped using it. And right. I'm like, go back to it. Well, you know, look, clearly something's been wrong with Zeke, right? We know that now. I mean, that was pretty obvious. I mean, he, 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 he has, he's looked very sluggish. And the problem for Dallas, I think, is that they have packages, really, for these two running backs. And, and uh, you know, uh, Pollard really is not the pounding guy. I mean, that's pretty much been reserved for Ezekiel Elliott. But what, the, what I've been seeing him lately is just, it looks just like it was oh, before. He stutters. When, he stutter steps. You know, he's looks, too it's, slow. He can't. He can't. He, well, he had, at the beginning of the season, he had that explosiveness back. Well, he didn't stutter step. Here's Zeke. Look, we've got a pretty good offensive line, and Zeke's a big, he's, strong yes. guy. Zeke yes. is not the kind of running back that should, once he gets behind the line, if he doesn't see a hole, don't stutter step around. You've lost your momentum. The They're going to take right. you down for maybe a yard gain or two-yard gain. That's right. And that's only because he's got the power to get that. What, right. But what I've seen him doing lately is just that. And what he needs to do is hit that damn line and move people off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I don't, I'm not seeing the explosiveness and you know that you that you do see from Pollard. Now, Pollard's playing for a paycheck, too, by the way. Um, but, I mean, Pollard really hits the hole quick. Yeah, he does. Um, he's very, very quick, very decisive. And, and Elliott just doesn't get to the hole real fast. And, uh, you know, like, you, you kind of have to get to that hole pretty quick if you're going to go, you know, between the tackles all the time. And it just seems like, you know, by the time he gets in there, the hole's gone, you know, and it's kind of clogged up and he gets tackled for a yard or two. Um, you know, last game, I mean, they, you know, last two games, they haven't even been running them. They, they, maybe every once in a while, I think, just to keep the other team honest, they were putting them out in the flat a little bit and threw them like a two-yard pass play, which I didn't even understand when they threw it there. But, I mean, that's about it. We're not really getting screens to him right now or anything. Um, so, and, you know, supposedly he's going to be okay for tomorrow night's game, but I think that's more of a smoke screen. He might very well be done as a player. He, I, I'm just not seeing it right now, the way he plays. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not seeing it. 
Yeah, he's been pretty much uh, a, a tale of like two seasons with him. I mean, at the beginning, he was popping, popping through those holes with authority. <coughs> excuse me, and 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 pounding and carrying the the tacklers for two to three, four yards. Yes. <coughs> now it's just like he gets there, they get around him, and he'll do a little bit, and then he falls down. Yeah, and- well, remember the play he did. Remember that play, <laughs> that, that key play in in, in, the, in the Vikings game. Remember that late in the game and he got the ball? Yeah. And it looked like it, we haven't seen that now in several – well, since the Vikings game. Um, we haven't seen anything like that. I mean, I'm not seeing that type of quick, aggressive, explosive plays at all out of him right now. And, and that you know, look, I don't. if you had a knee injury, I mean, that if it's a knee injury, which it sounds like it is, that's really bad for a guy like him. But um, I don't know how severe it is. seems like he's playing through this. But, I mean, if he can't play, um, you know, I almost would rather just have him – I would rather just go with Pollard like 95% of the time. Yeah, well, it takes you gotta win this game. Now, I, this game. I don't think that's the answer. 90%, I think that's too much. I, I think 50 well, I mean, You know what I'm saying? He needs to be the primary back. I think 50 50 is good, depending on what kind of play you're doing. But, I mean, I wouldn't discount Zeke. Um, yeah, I think he's having a little bit of a rough time. Probably, you know, I don't think Zeke has the mental steel. <laughs> To, to just do what he needs to do. I think he's got the body build for it. He should be able to average four and a half yards to five yards of carry, but he's he's probably not going to because he's always looking for the cheap way through that line. And sometimes you just got to put your shoulder into it and bowl through. And I just don't think he's willing to do that. Well, we don't know, right? We don't. I mean, we don't know the severity of the what, what type of pain level he's. We don't know any of that stuff. So, well, you know, you know he's putting a helmet on. He keeps going out. There. Here's the point I'm in. I, I, I have no sympathy for these players who are getting injured every year. You right. know, Zeke's one of those guys. Right now, yes. Yeah. You know, and there's there's four or five other guys on this team that every, every year, every, every single year, every single year, get yeah. rid of them if they're going to well, do that, that. That you know, well, that's you know that yeah because. Um, the, the problem, and well, it's so hard because of the contracts. But I mean, you know, and that's that's, that's Dallas' fault. But you know, the reality of it is, is you know, they got these guys that just—they're so good that you can't get a guy close enough to them in talent to be the backup. So that when they do get hurt, it's a massive drop off, a massive drop off in talent ability, and and that's where the problem's always been. Like every single time, oh, Tyron Smith is gone. Who's going to play left tackle? Yeah, they're pulling people out of the stands. Um, because he's so good when he's healthy. Yeah. But, um, you know, but he's never healthy. So you're always getting that guy who's, you know, like Terrence Steele, I feel really bad for this guy. Um, now well, he's, he's out. He's out. Yeah, he's out. But he, he's been a warrior for us, and he never says no, he has. He does whatever they ask him to do. He's and not. I, well, I, see, I want guys like that. That's but he's not as good as Collins. He's no, not. No, he's not, but he's but he's a winner. Well, Collins was out for five or six games. I know, but he didn't need to be out that long. Well, but, but he was. And, you know, Steel is there. Okay, Steel works hard. Those guys win. Um, you know, I understand what you're saying, but you're not here, Collins. You're out because of stupidity. You're not here, Tyron Smith. You're out because you're hurt. Oh, here's Steel. Yeah, but he's not as good as those guys. I understand that, but he's here. And, well, you know, that's this the is, we got. This know? is like the sixth version of our offensive line that will be starting tomorrow night. <laughs> I know. It's insane. Uh, but it may but tomorrow night's version of our offensive line may be the best version we've had all year, though. Okay, what's the over/under that the five guys make it to the end of the game? Tomorrow? Oh, I, oh, good grief! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think 
Vegas. You know it's coming. You yeah. know it's coming tomorrow night. I, I you know think. I think Vegas is probably if if that was on the line, it's not. I probably say it was probably sixty to seventy percent that they won't all make it to <laughs> the end. Somebody's gonna go down. You you know. It, I couldn't believe it because I was talking to you guys the other day. I was telling people, I said, you know, it's early in the week yet. I said, I just know we're going to get some COVID. I, I knew it that we were going to get some people that either got COVID sure. or something before we ever got to this football game. And we did. And here's the and thing. We're going, you, know, you know, we're talking about, well, you know, we're not freaking out quite yet because, you know, we still got so many games to play. But but that just leaves more time for injuries. Yeah. You know, and it seems <laughs> like we get one back, one leaves. We get one back, one leaves. We get one back to quiet here for a few minutes, but you know we we've talked about this many times. You know the teams that start to do really well around this time of year as they start heading down the back stretch of the season is when those offensive lines are healthy, they play together, they get cohesive, and they get in the groove as a unit. And 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 Len, you just pointed out I mean, this offensive line. It's every year. It's like every week. It's like a, it's like musical chairs every single week. Well, that makes it almost impossible for that offensive line to ever gel. gel. When you're playing with different guys every single week. I just week. jinxed you. <laughs> I said jealous. Anyway, I, anyway I was looking up the stats for the for the last three games, which they've, you know, one was Atlanta, which they crushed. Mm-hmm. Then Kansas City, which was a tight battle. They didn't look too good, but they, they were in it. Mm-hmm. And then and then the Raider game, which was the Raider game. Um, so in Atlanta, they ran... 20, 30-something times, mm-hmm. not right. counting uh, Dak Prescott's runs, which he did score a touchdown as a rush. So they ran 30-something times. Kansas City, in a, in a tight game, 19-9, they weren't blown out. They ran 16 times total, wow. nine runs for Zeke and seven runs for Pollard. Wow. And then in the, the Thursday night debacle last week, they only ran 19 times. See, this is a team that's built to run, and yet they don't and, run. And that's just what this is. My point is that we we were all, of course, they're not getting those. They're not getting it. But the concept of running is you keep pounding away. Yes. And then you get something from it. You know why? Because by the fourth quarter, their hands are on their hips on the defense. Right. Mouths wide. They're not open. even attempting to do it. Fucking there. I mean, I know in the Raider game we were behind and they, we were trying to catch up, so it was, you know, a, a different script. But even still, the, when the game was somewhat close, 14 to 6, end of 17 to 13, end of half, that's like not a game you should still be running, and they weren't even running. I mean, I, I have Zeke in my fantasy, and I, and I remember, you know, until he scored the touchdown, I was just like, what are we doing here? Are they going to even bother? And, and, and so, again, my point being emphasized again game plan and and coaching they they're not they're they're almost playing like they're in our madden leagues you know where it's like you get to the point it's just ah, throw it it's easier i mean don't get me wrong they got the but this was a game where well, they only had gallup and cedric yes. wilson okay so you're right so mike so, so we're going into this game right yeah. Look, you can, I, I understand the Raiders. Look, the Raiders aren't stupid. They they, they know that Dallas is probably going to try to run the ball. We, we all get this, right? Like this, okay. but you, you got to get back to what you got to get back to, right? Somehow, yeah. some way, you got you got to know the Raiders are going to say, well, look, they don't have Ceedee Lamb, they don't have Amari Cooper, right? Um, so you, you're thinking, well, you know, Dallas has to run the football. So we're gonna we're gonna try to shut off the the run. I mean, you know that you know that's coming, okay? Well, but it's like. But you still have to you have to put a game plan in place 
that. But don't we have don't we have these extra offensive linemen that we, yes. we were so proud of? Yeah. That we were Full using. All, so put them in there. And here's and the, the, them at this that's what I was field. getting ready to say. That game where we only had uh, who was it? Um, C.D. Lamb and uh, Cedric Wilson or whatever it was there. We had, we had yeah, Gallup, Gallup and Cedric, and Cedric Wilson. Wilson. Okay, that game. And Noah Brown. We did not have enough receivers to to play that game. What they should no. have done was go two tight end sets. Throw a big fat ass fullback in there, one of the that offensive lineman, what is what McGovern or whoever it is they have yeah, yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. and just run, run the ball, eat the clock up, get first downs. You put those big fat bastards in there, you're going to get yards, and you're right. going to wear that team out. And you can't like, just come away from it because the first couple times you did it, you got two yards. Right. That's what. That's that's what. It was that's a what I didn't like about plan. it because that was predictable. I mean, you're playing the Raiders at the beginning of the game. They're fresh, and so you know they they're gonna try. But look, they they know we're hurt, so they're going to you know did a lot of press. They did a lot of things that you would do against a team that doesn't have their top player. That you know that's coming. But you know so when you, you got that press coverage like that, and they're playing the run because you're running so much, play action works a lot play better. Gets it beat. Sure, you get over the top of those safeties, yes. but you have to establish that. What Dallas did is just just abandoned it. And it was just like, oh but my you, dear God. you you uh, don't have you don't have to establish success with it. You just have to establish that that's what that you're going to do. That's right, that's right. You have to exist. Well, that's the other side of it. You know why not? You know, look, we don't know if any of this was said or not. But you got to challenge your offensive line and say, hey, look, guys, we have to be able to run the football this game. We have to. And the Raiders are going to do everything in their power to stop us. We're supposed to be a good offensive line. We're going to go out there and we're going to truck these guys. Because you can break, you know, if we had been able to run the football on that offensive line and fired off the ball and really went, we could have broke their backs right away. Because then the Raiders are going to go, oh, my God, we can't stop them running even when we know they're running. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they're a team coming off a three-game losing streak, which terrible. they got their well, asses Yes, they can. don't handle the run at and all. And that's, what happened. that's what happened and, in and the 90s with Dallas. They couldn't stop us from running the ball even when they knew we were running. And they always knew we were running, and they, they couldn't stop They didn't even it. try. That's right. my point. But they, right. and, and no, it, they didn't. It's been a consistency against and, against the Kansas and City. And this offensive they ran, third, they, they ran 16 times. In a, in a whole game right. against a team like Kansas City. That's what I mean, that's one thing we were losing 40 to nothing, and you're just like, all right, well, we got to throw to get back in the game. But they threw 43 times, you know, and Dak was off. Let's just be honest. Dak was off. He didn't have any great, again, no wide receivers because, you know, people were hurt. CeeDee Lamb got hurt. And, and uh, you know, so you had Gallup, and, and, and basically that's it because Cedric Wilson was oh, there, no, but was they a, hadn't. But that was also the game, though. I mean, just, just talk about I'm getting back to coaching again. Okay, what would possess the Dallas Cowboys to, in a week where you're going to put Terrence Steele at left tackle, what would possess, and I understand the guy was getting a lot of penalties, I get that, but this is not the time to put a whole new guy in at left guard. Yeah. You remember that? That Yeah. We're going to put him at left guard now, and we're going to put Terrence Steele at left tackle, and then what happened, Jones on the inside, what, he had four, five, 15 sacks. Oh, no, now wait a minute now. Because that that game, they were playing offensive line uh, musical chairs. Right. Yes. They were switching them in and out. Coming in at right tackle, didn't have two guys. And then in they right go tackle. back to the other lineup. Then they switch it back to the yes, other lineup. It's insane. Well, it's it, insane. The, the thing about offensive line is that it has to play together to gel properly. You you right. can't do like Tom Landry did with Roger Stallback and what Craig Morton. You know, every other play, switch the quarterbacks. Well, you don't do that with your offensive linemen. You can't do that. No, you cannot do that. That was stupid. 
Yes, I, I was very upset about that. I, I was like, you got to be kidding me. We're going to play the Kansas City Chiefs. And the whole, you're going to. I didn't know they were going to do the musical chairs thing. Mike, I was just very upset about having Terrence Steele at left tackle and then putting this new guy in at left guard. I'm like, that's the whole left side of our offensive line against the Kansas City Chiefs Mike, on the do, road. Mike, are, do you, are you serious? Do you ever get rid of dealing with stupid people? Ever. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stupid people irritate me. I have low patience for them. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. That's, I don't know. I just... <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, but again, <laughs> well, now I, mean, I go back to the... I go all the way back to the Denver the Denver game, right? And then another game where, okay, they kicked our butts from the get-go, so maybe you, you can excuse them not really running much. But, you know, I mean... If you don't even try, I mean, for a whole game again, to have exactly 14 rushes just says just says a whole crap load. And it wasn't like, I mean, I don't know because you know you don't know when the the runs go. But Zeke ended up with uh, 5.1, uh, 51 yards, so a 5.1 average for the game. So you can't say it wasn't working. It, it's just this stupid stupidity. Well, stupid of, people. Of, of, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah, but what does that say? I mean, this is, you know, this is how I see this. Is like, like I, I, if I hear one more time about how our offensive line is talent, I, I'm just sorry. Talent is talent. I don't see it. You got I don't right, see it. You have to, you have to perform. Where is so this highly wait, talented? Wait, we don't even coach to it though. It's like, it's like, okay, look, if you have this offensive line that you're saying is really, really good, why in the heck is it that we, that we, like Mike said, we're running the ball 13 times? What if our offensive line is that good? If we have one of the better offensive lines in football, which I'm not buying, I'm not buying. If we have one of the better offensive lines no. in football. You let any team, any team does anything to stop us from running the football. We we just whoop, whoop, I guess we can't run the football today. Well, that's not really, you know. Uh, you know that's you're what you're doing, Madden. Well, right. Well, you know, that's not exactly giving a gold star to your. Have you line, all? Right? Have you all? Uh, either one of you all seen Superman Two with Christopher Reeve? Yes. Uh, okay, both of you have seen it. There's a point in the movie where Zod, Superman's out there saving people, right? And Zod goes, "Why this Superman is not super at all." He cares for these people. That was his weakness. Well, this offensive lineman is not super at all. It's not the great wall of Dallas that we had in the 90s. They're not even the best offensive line in the NFL right now. No, they're not even. No, I'm not. Yeah. Again, I get, I get that. But the whole thing is, in the beginning of the season, what were you doing? We were running and then passing. We were right. we were having right. a more balanced attack. Yep, right. Yes. We were. You didn't know what was coming at That's you. That's right. That 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 the, the and, last and now and now for whatever reason I think the the genius <laughs> Kellen Moore you spit that got out to his head and he said oh I can do things because I am a genius super and, genius and you know Brad and, E Coyote and, super genius. you know I, it's definitely something super I've noticed genius. throughout the history throughout the history of the NFL I watch I watch you know I watch a lot more for fantasy so I have a different perspective of it. But they're notoriously, I'll just give one quick example. Back in the day, I forget the Mangini, right? Mangini mm-hmm. was the coach of the Jets, Chuck, right? Chuck he, Mangini. Eric. He has, an, he has a decent to good running <laughs> running game. Uh, I forget the guy's na- name, Brown, something like that was his running back. And right. and the Jets were able to run the ball. They play, they play a team that is notoriously sucky at stopping the run, right? So what do they do? They come out and pass 50 times and run five times. In yeah. a game they lose... In a game that they lose, something like twenty to thirteen. It, 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 I think these people think they're so smart. Do they, they, they try to outthink people? Right. 
that they're just so smart instead of just saying no here's what we're gonna do okay you do it 10 times and it doesn't work at all you're getting blown up in the backfield okay you got to adjust but it's like nope it didn't work run screw it i mean i do it in madden i come out i i i throw i run the ball I get a negative two. I say, that's it. Not running again. See you yeah. later. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, well, I'll give you an example. I mean, you, you know, I think Mike's hitting a, a really good point here. You watch the Packer game. the other. I'm just using this just to just rolling off the top of my head. Watch the Packer game the other night, right? Who had the hot hand for the Packers? Who had the hot hand? Who had the, oh, hot, hand? Was Cobb. Who had the hot hand? Cobb and Rogers. Well, Cobb, Cobb and who was the running back? Oh, Dylan. Jones, right? Dylan. Dylan. What? Oh, Dylan. Okay. Right? Well, Dylan was running really well that night. So guess what? Dylan, you're getting the guy's stone ball yep. again and right. again and again and again. And they couldn't stop him because it's just they were rolling along. You know, you just in football, you just look, this is working. We're not going to. How do the heck you talk about the Patriots earlier, right? Can Is Mac Jones like some guy who's throwing for 400 yards every week? No, no. Honestly, no. on a different team, you wouldn't even know he exists. Yes. But 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 what does he do? Everybody knows what the look. The Patriots aren't like some super dynamic offensive Megan yeah, but here's the it. thing about Mac Jones. He's pretty good. Yes, because he manages the game, but 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 they don't put him the Patriots don't do things that puts him and their te- therefore their team into positions where they can't succeed. They 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 do everything there. They take guys and say this is what our quarterback can do. We're going to need receivers that be able to do this. You know, they like who is that little that little bugger they had there for years? He used to always catch those little passes underneath. Who was that guy? Oh, Edelman. Yeah, Edelman. Julian Edelman. That guy drove me nuts. Everybody knew. Third down and seven. Guess who's getting the ball? Yeah, Julian sure. Edelman. Over yeah. and over again. I'm like, how the heck does that keep happening? That's coaching, and that's putting players like you take a Julian Edelman who probably you know what? If he was on Dallas, he'd be a little. He probably he'd be like Beasley was. Remember Beasley? Yeah, he yeah. was our Edelman. Yeah, he's our Edelman, right? That that type of a guy. But you have to find ways to, you know, look at your quarterback, look at your offensive line, look at the, and then you have to get people around that guy, and then design your offense so that you don't put guys in positions where they can't be successful. Dallas doesn't seem to do that. It's like we just got all these toys, and I feel like playing with them this week. Yeah. God, I'm a very upset man. Well, we're all upset. I'm so pissed. That's, I can't that's, tell you. It's exasperating. That's why this is a commercial-free version of the Pater Football Show. <laughs> well, just, wow, we've blown through 45 minutes. Yeah, no commercials. <laughs> commercial-free <laughs> pitch session. Well, if you're the Saints tomorrow night and you're playing – okay, let's look at – you're playing the Cowboys tomorrow night. All right. What are you going to do defensively if you're the New Orleans Saints? Are you just going to go, well, I guess this game is over. They've got all these receivers. We're just going to sit back and let Dak Prescott just blow us to pieces tomorrow night? Is no, it's, gonna a, it's going to be a guessing game if, if if the Dallas Cowboys coach a good game. They're going to be guessing what, what's coming next because if they if they're guessing, they can't always stop us. You know, without Amari, if Amari Cooper plays, we win. Oh, boy. Just that simple. Okay. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that anymore. No, here's I the gotta, thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't, Dallas I think coaches are going to come in fired up like you won't believe tomorrow. We night. lose because when we have injuries, we lose because our coaching staff has never had game plan B or C or C. Right, so, they've never even had game plan A. Well, well, no, we do. We do. With the, with this current squad we've got, when we we've do. got we everybody a- healthy, we do have game plan A, and it's almost impossible for teams to stop us. But once one or two pieces of that game plan A is gone, 
We don't have any we answers. Apart. We and do. We fall apart. Yep. We do fall apart. Um, well, I'm going to predict that the Saints are going to press cover us. I know that people are going to say that that's insane, but I think that's exactly what they're going to do. I think they're going to put a bunch of guys in the box, and they're going to do more or less like run blitzes. And what will happen is if we run, they're just going to stuff the run. And then if we pass, the, the, what will happen is they'll just go more or less from a, a blitz run to a pass rush. They're, you're going to see. just not going to give us guys, and they're not going to give us time to get our receivers. You're going to see a lot of cover, too. And you see a lot of cover, too. You're yes. going to see a lot of cover, too. Right. That's but what you're going to see. Tighter, but maybe tighter cover too than, than you normally see. And they should audible to the run every time they see it. Well, you know, that that's, that remains to be seen. Right? Um, so every time we'll Dak Prescott see. sees two deep safeties, he should audible to a run. Well, that's what a lot of other teams do. But then but the Mike has hit another problem. problem. Mike, what happens when we keep running the ball with our offensive line sooner or later? They get tired? Well, uh, get- yeah. Yeah. But get no, we, we get we get the we get the penalty. Oh, oh yeah, holding, yeah. holding. We get yeah, the yeah. penalty. We're going to get the full start. It's going to be third and three. We're in New Orleans now. It's going to be loud as heck. What you watch? It'll be third down and three. Full start. Now it's third and eight. Dak gets sacked. We're punting the ball. I mean, that's what happens. I yeah. mean, we can't. We have a tough time sustaining drives before we shoot ourselves in the foot. It's incredible. And that's why um, this this offensive line is not that damn good. Now we do have two correct. good guys. Uh, Martin is great, and Smith yeah. is great. Smith is usually he, injured. Martin usually plays. Martin's right. our only top-notch stud. stud on the offensive line. Right. Well, you know, I did send you guys some vi- film, and I, I, they're not going to do it. But, I mean, I, I really I've do seen that film of Lyle Collins. Yeah, I've and, seen and, that and, years and he, ago when yep, we first and, got and him. That was, that was his M.O. coming out of college. That he my, was a road my, grader guy. My son showed me some of that film guy. where he was just, he literally pushing people off out of bounds. Yes, he's a monstrously <laughs> he was a strong monster. guy. But he's not he that player awesome. for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, he would be if they had moved him to left guard. But they want to leave him at tackle. He does not move well laterally. He does not. He's a straight, and you know, remember the season he had a couple years ago where everybody was saying he was one of the best right tackles in football? Well, yeah, he was. Okay, but, but I thought about that. If you remember, I think we ran the football that year, something like 60-40 or something like that. We ran the ball constantly. And when you run the ball constantly like that, then his road grading skills are going to come out more than his pass blocking skills. Right. Now you start leaning on the pass a little bit, and his and his lack of pass, you know, his pass blocking shows up. So I, I think he's more of just a straight ahead. If he gets his hands on you, he can just blow people off the line. But when he does not move well laterally, he just doesn't. Watch him. He's like a, he's very stiff. Um, you know, athletically. So, I don't know. Wait, wait, I don't even want to be. Well, we're, yeah, we're kind of all. We're, we're kind of all at a loss so for words. You know, what do you do? What, what do we do? What do they do to fix this team? It's 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 the same stuff every week. You know, we stand back here and we don't know what the coaches and everybody else knows, but we can stand back here and see the problems. We know what they yeah. are, and most of it is coaching. But I'm not going to say it's all the coaches' fault because they got the hand that they were dealt by Jerry Jones. Right. I'm a firm believer that Jerry Jones is poison for this team. The only coaching staff, or the only coach that we've ever had since Jerry Jones has been here that had the balls to put him in his place was Jer- uh, Jimmy Johnson. Right. And even he got sick of dealing with it. He didn't want to have to do that battle every game. Week in and week out, so we well, lost him. Well, do you remember? Do you remember when? I mean, and, and again, I have no idea what you know what people would. It depends on who's coaching your team and everything else. But you know, I I, I remember when when uh, Ezekiel held out. 
Yeah. Yes. Remember that? For, well, I think it was a couple games, right? Right. And there was Jerry. There was Jerry saying like, "Well, it's okay. It's okay because we need him for the playoff. He doesn't really need to be playing." I'm like, "What type of message is that?" Okay, I don't want. I mean, you just basically said it's okay for this guy to have a holdout for the team. It doesn't matter. These games don't really matter because we we need him for the playoff run. I mean, what is that? I don't know. You, you, can't, did, you, can't, you cannot have that on the team. Did you Jimmy save Emmett for the playoffs? <laughs> he ran. No. He ran the breath out of him. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, because you know <laughs> you, you win now. You win now with <laughs> running backs, right? Well, you do. You win. You you give the ball to these guys. And you run them as long as you can until they don't run anymore. And that's basically the you know some guys last. There's not a lot of them. No, I think Most that's only last a few years. I think that's know? why Emmett lasted so long. We made uh, Jimmy Johnson made him stronger. Oh, you know, he was a great, running he was backs. A great running backs ran for an average of four years and they were done. He right. went what eleven? Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, but you know, if you remember coming out of college, now Jimmy Johnson knew who he was, obviously. But I mean, you know, he was not. Uh, seen as as you know turning into the running back. A lot of people saw him as being too slow, too Undersized. small, didn't have, the, didn't have the breakaway speed, which he didn't. But you know what they underestimated with him was the heart, and right. you know, and just the, the desire that that guy had to overachieve all the time. Uh, for you know, he was able to sustain that for years. You know, and I'm not, I'm not so sure if if Elliott is that is that of that ill. He's not. <laughs> It's not even something I have to think about. Lane just says it emphatically. He's, he's not. not. No, you're right. He's not. He's not. Yeah, he's not Emmett Smith. No, he's. But there's only a few Emmett Smiths. You know what I mean? And you can't well, compare him to that. You can get by with less than Emmett Smith. So let's. Yeah, you just. And, uh, and he has and, to. But he's got to be a warrior. He's got to be. Sixty other dealer. teams have. You know, gotten by with yeah, less. Than I, don't Smith. get me wrong. I, I I get it. I just. Uh, I I. No, I, I don't. I don't think that the, the everybody has to be elite. They 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 just have to be good. And the problem is is what you said before, Jeff, where they put so much money into certain players that it just really hurts the the depth. And that was remember, yeah, two years ago or a year ago or last year, whenever we were talking about Dak getting signed and all that stuff. Right. That's all I'm talking about. Is right. No, not that Dak's not worth. Here? Not that Dak's not worth the money because he's you know he is he is a top. Top five, top at least top ten quarterback, and he will be for the at least the next three to four years with without a doubt, if not longer. I'm not, you know, yeah. so he's definitely worth his contract. The problem is, is it just destroys your team because you can't afford to pay anybody else. Right. And um, you know, they did the same thing with Zeke. Now uh, again, with Zeke, it's different because you can really almost get the the the, the needed qualities of a running back isn't that big of a deal. Right. As much as a quarterback. I think I know what you're going to say here, which is what most teams do, by the way. They go out and they get, you know, they go out and get a bunch of pollards. Yeah. Right. You go and you get, you know, you get a deal. Like, who the heck is this guy for the Packers? I'm like, I'm looking at these guys. Well, you know, these different guys, you're Jones. You know, these different running backs. Well, Jones has been around a while. He's pretty good. Yeah, I understand that. But my point is, is that they, they fit. You can get those guys much cheaper, like Mike said, so you can get depth in other areas of your team. Right. And what you do is, you know, they're hungry guys, right? So, that, you know, they and they fit what you're trying to do offensively, you know. And, and so, you know, one of the things, by the way, I was just thinking about something else. You know, the other problem with not having Zeke on the field, and, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and, 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 and Dak took a pounding against the Chiefs, okay? Zeke is a great yeah. pass blocker. Yes, he is. Pollard is that. not. No, no, he's and not, that, and Zeke that is a big difference. And that's one. When Zeke's uh, not in there, boy. Dak is getting ripped. Going back to the old days again, Emmett Smith was as well. So it was great yeah, to have him in full time, even yeah. when he wasn't running, because he he was one hell of a pass blocker. Yeah, it was fantastic. 
you know, really stick their noses in there and get the job done. Paulus is not built for that. No, he's not he's big a, enough. He's a slashback. He's, right. he's, he has he's neck supposed broke. to get you. He's supposed to get you a couple. You know, he's supposed to come in two or three downs. You know, every drive, right. change maybe pace. change mm. it up, get yep. you pop it in and go. Oh, is he going out? Because when he comes in, it's like, oh, they throw it to him. Is he not? That's right. You know, and and, and because he can just pop anything, and 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 then it's like all of a sudden, okay, well, we can't. We're not guaranteed they're going to run here, so we have to play a little looser. Uh, you right. know, stopping the run. So then, boom, he gets a 10-yard run or a 15-yard run. And it, it, it's not that Zeke's not capable of doing that. It is. It's, but when Zeke's in there, they it, it, for some reason, they just say, no, he's running. <laughs> well, it's an eight-man yeah. box every single time. Yeah. And and, and he's just rushing Sometimes nine. It. Sometimes nine block. Nine but man you know blocks. what? Again, that's coaching. So then yeah. you, put, you, you put Pollard in more, and then it opens it up. Or maybe you throw to, to Zeke more. Half and, and half, I do, think, is what it should be. Yeah, you should you should throw be throwing these screenplays to Zeke a lot more. Yes. And, okay, just to get the idea in their head, so they go, oh shoot, maybe it breaks. I mean, how many times? Not not in re- in recent history, and not this year, but how many times they do a little dump off uh, run to Zeke, and Zeke's gone, and and he just turns it into a, you know a, a forty or but fifty yards. He starts, he starts game. rumbling through the people. Right. And yeah, and, yeah. and and now in, now they don't even do that that that's right. what my thing is it's like when he's in there he's either pass blocking or or he or he's running yeah it's never it's never well, that's a pretty quick read that's you know that's you know because you're hitting on you know football stuff now because that's what the defense is doing right. i mean El- elliot is an instant read okay right. if, if he doesn't move back there it's a pass i right. mean instantly and he's no threat really to run wide so what happens is, you know, you can just pinch the whole gosh darn thing because he's not going to get out wide against you. You start getting him going lateral, he's going to lose three yards. Right. I mean, he's, he, he has to be going north-south. He doesn't but, hurt people when he goes lateral. So, I mean, he's not a threat there. So when he's in the game, you pretty much – it's a run play between the tackles or it's a pass. Right, but how many times – I don't know if you've noticed this, but how many times he goes out and they do a they, – they do the token – pass to him yeah yeah a little yeah the little dump off little <laughs> yeah, you know play. little right and it he almost dogs it and and, and, you know, and, well, and it's, it's almost like dude he catches it and steps out of bounds and stuff yeah and, and it's game. like once in a while it pops i'm not gonna say it never works but but i, I mean i'll be yeah, but, but i'm looking at the width of the table that i have my computer on and that's basically how far the pass play went yeah you know like from here to here we move the ball from here to here i'm and, like and, and, why even throw the ball there just don't even throw it just throw it away right and and <laughs> Or, or just say, hey, you know, spread it out. I mean, how many times do we ever go four wide or five wide and, and, and do stuff? I, I, it's, I don't know. It's it just quick reads over the middle slants. I mean, these things work, you know. Well, it's, well you know, but I was telling you, I was looking at those gen stats, uh, next gen stats you can get on uh, yes. ESPN there, and, and and Dallas does not throw the ball over the middle. Over the middle of the field. Yes. And and that was going. Remember, Len, we were talking about this. Yeah. That you know that 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 now that's a little bit of coaching, but it also becomes a little too predictable. Because Dak, we, if you remember, we talked about those plays over the middle. He doesn't throw that ball well. He he, he trails guys a lot, and he overthrows guys a lot. Uh, and then the safeties are sitting back there, and they get picks, or guys get their heads taken off. So Dallas does not run a lot of plays over the middle. I mean, most of their plays are, are you know from the hash marks out. To be honest with you, if you look at most of our big plays this year, they're along the sidelines deep. Like the, the ones we got to uh, to oh, Gallup last was week. Was that CD? Was it CD, CD Lamb, Lamb they're, they're that you were showing side. me the routes? Yep. I mean, if he's on the left side, he, he curls out to the yeah, left. Because if because he's he, on the right, yeah, he goes deep. He always yeah. turns his shoulder. Well, there's there's guys who do this. You know, guys are left-handed, right-handed. 
And, and you know, I don't know how much stuff Dallas has on these guys. But, you know, it, it, you look at all of his roots, he's almost always turning his left shoulder in. So he's catching the ball across his body with his right hand being, like, sort of on the back shoulder. He doesn't turn the other way, right. at, you know, where he's turning in with his head the other way. Now, maybe that's just... I don't know, maybe it has to do with the roots he runs. Maybe he can't catch the ball that way. I don't know. But you know that all these teams have this data. So it's like, look, you know, sure. he's going to curl in. He's on the right-hand side. You're matched up against him. He's going to curl in. The only other play he does uh, is occasionally he's used it where he's trying to curl. Like we've had a couple of plays where he gets behind the defense. Talking about yep. CD Land now. Where, yep. where basically what happened is the defender bit on his curl. And right. then he went up the field, right? Um, but the guy knew. The guy was like, look, I, this guy's going to curl in every single time. Every single time. So they're just playing off of that. You can't, you can't have that. I mean, you know, it's. Did you ever notice late, like lately, that it seemed like I think Len, you, you said it. It looks like they're like right on our guys. Yeah. It almost looks like the other team has our playbook. Mm-hmm. Well, that they to do. me is just predict. Well, like, well, because we're too predictable in yes. our in our route running. You know, you got to change your you routes. Guys, you can't just. Do you guys you know? remember the Washington Redskins of the 1970s? Uh, they, unfortunately, they would always start out like five and two, or five and one, or six and three. And then they fall apart in the second part of the season. And the reason was is because of the same stuff. Yes. You know, opposing teams could look at what they were doing and, and key in on it, it and, and they weren't changing it. They weren't good enough of coaching staff with Allen. Well, you have to evolve over the season. You yeah. have to evolve. You and he never to. did. You know, he was a great uh, motivator, you know, uh, you know, telling them what, um, you know, front runners the Dallas Cowboys were and getting them all geared up. But as far as making adjustments over the course of the season, that coaching staff was not very good at it. They started out really strong. They had good players. And then everybody keyed in on them. You know, the other one that was very predictable, Mike, did I show you the Dalton Schultz patterns? Yeah. No. The Dalton Schultz lines up on the right-hand side. Almost all of his catches come up when he's on the right-hand side and he just kind of goes down the seams there. He, he like, never lines up on the left side and catches the football. Wow. It's like almost all of his catches are on the right-hand side. And if you start thinking about his plays, see, well, watch the game tomorrow night. You watch where, where Schultz gets the ball tomorrow night. You're going to mm-hmm. see it down the seams on the right-hand side, either in the end zone. or Those are the plays he kind of catches. Um, so it's like, well, if I'm playing, if I'm the safety playing against this guy, you know, I know he's had a lot of success, but, I mean, still, I mean, it, it, you can't be that predictable in what you're doing. Well, you know, if and we know this, that the opposing, the, yeah, the opposing yeah, teams know it. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that, his, his play was the, the cover two beater. If the if the safety didn't stay in the middle, you know, the, the tight end, was like you saw it at the end, the one play that didn't work, you know, that they, that when they were going for it. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. the one they scored a touchdown on that got called back, and then the one they scored a touchdown on, he goes right up the seam, right you know, the seam. and uh, if the – the linebacker, whoever is covering him, doesn't take the on top on top route. Dak just leads him into the end zone, or you know, 20 yards down the field. So it it, it makes sense what it is because the safety sp- spread out wide. So all you have to do is is make something happen on the left and on the right so that the safeties have to come down. And a couple right. times guys were jumping it because they thought other routes were happening. Right. And um, you know, and and Dak Dak. You know, Dak does good passing game. I'm not never knocking into that. I just, uh, you know, some of these throws are just, you know, for whatever reason he throws behind over the middle. I, I whatever it is, mental block. You know, some sometimes Chuck Knobloch couldn't throw from second to first one all of a well, sudden. Well, I think time, you know, so. you know, you're right. Well, you know, that's right. You know, you know what happens is, you know, you, you, you know, you don't. 
sometimes guys get so wrapped up in, I don't want to get my guys killed. Yeah. So, you know, if I put the ball on the back hip, it kind of pulls it away from the defender. I don't want to throw the ball high because then, you know, if, if, if I have to throw a rocket in there, you've seen this. You throw a rocket across the middle and it tips off his hands. That's going to get interception. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interception. So you're trying to put the ball where your guy doesn't get killed and it doesn't get picked off. And in Dak's case, I think it ends up just trailing the guy all the time, which of course now the guy has to reach back. Right. right. Sometimes it looks like later. an, it, sometimes it looks like a baseball outfielder catching fly ball. You know? <laughs> it doesn't look right. And he's just not very good at now. Look, those passes he made to Gallup last week were, were spectacular. Amazing. Yeah. They yeah. were spectacular. Um, you know, and he, and he can do those plays. Like that's his strength is those types of plays. Um, you know, he hasn't run the ball a lot this year when he should to keep drives alive. Um, yeah. you know, I thought there were times when in the past he'd have just tucked and run and picked up the first down and moved the chains. He's not really doing that this year, that which we talked he probably wouldn't, but you know, he might, I think he's going to have to do that. Well, there was just, in this game on one of the third downs in semi like six or seven, he drops back the, the, the pocket crumbles around him. He hesitates that one, two, where right. if years back he would have went. We just go. Right. You know, you could, and, you could see he could run up in the middle there. Would run, you got, right. You and he saw it, and he knew right. it was there, but he was just, he's like, they programmed him or he's programmed himself not to run anymore because of the injuries and, and stuff like that or whatever, as we said before. So, um, I, I, you know, I think that's hurting, I'm hurting his game as well, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, but but my, but you know, but that's what I was talking about. Aaron Rodgers. The thing is, is that that to me that has, the ability of Dak Prescott with his size and speed, which is what he was in college and his early years with Dallas, um, that is a major weapon that defenses have to account for. It's right. a big part of his game, and he's not and, using and, it, and he's not using it, and it's hurting us. So right. it's, I'm kind of like, well, you know, yeah, you're healthy, but you're not performing. Um, you know, he's got him. You know. I'm sorry on those third and sevens or whatever the case would be. And if, and if the, if, you know, if we've run all these guys off, right, we've run everybody off. So maybe the tight end, you know, we've run people off and he's got that gap. He, he, he's got to tuck that ball and, and pick up that first down for us and move the chains. Um, right. That's, you know, that's, that's a big part of our game. And I haven't seen that this year really at all. So, so anyway, um, we're still a two game lead in the NFC East. How you guys feel about how we're going to finish this season out right now? Are we going to still win the division, or are we going to fall behind and let Washington take it again? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm 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 nervous. I have to be honest. Me too. Um, I thought the Eagles were going to catch us, but they they flubbed up this past week and they looked really bad. I think the Redskins, uh, Washingtons. Um, they have a good chance of catching this if we're not careful. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if uh, uh, Mike might remember this. In, 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 I was telling people in, in the Madden League that Mike runs. I was talking about Tyler Heineke uh, because he played right here at Old Dominion. Right. And so, and when he was at Old Dominion, of course, they were playing, I think, two A football or something. Then he was like, you know, he was like the best quarterback in the country at that. And the guy was incredible in college. Um, and he's a winner. You watch that kid play. Um, I, I don't get the I don't get the sense that Heineke is having any problems at all playing at no. the NFL level. I, I thought he played very very well the other night. I do too. He elusive, really very good. elusive. No. Yeah, he's very elusive. He's tough. Uh, he's a leader. I mean, he, he doesn't he doesn't lose the game, right? He doesn't throw the you know he doesn't make a lot of bad mistakes for the team. He, and you know, it's kind of Rivera. That's kind of you know this team reminds me a lot of the Carolina Panthers in a lot of ways, except you know you know the MVP Cam Newton, but. 
you know, the, the Panthers were kind of like that, if you remember. They played good defense, and then we grind out a lot of wins. And it's kind of the Washington football team right now. And I think they're a really dangerous team. They got the, they got a, you know, was it last year, the year before, where Washington trampled us? Yeah, they, they swept us last year. Yeah, didn't they trample us for like 200 yards one game? I, I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, they ran, uh, what's his name? They're running back Gibson ran. Like, well, yeah, yeah well, you know, that's what I'm yeah, saying Christmas now. party. They're like the that's locusts. Every 17 well, years they come out and they sweep the Cowboys. The cicadas. The Washington cicadas. There you go. Mm-hmm. The, um, you know, they, I'm seeing that with this team though right now. They're starting to get an identity there where they're comfortable with what they're doing. Their offensive line's staying pretty healthy, and they're running the football, doing a lot. McLaurin's making big plays for them. They're starting to get their tight ends. I mean, they, they, they are playing pretty good football. They're a dangerous team. There's no doubt about it. In my mind, uh, I think Washington's pretty tough. So Philadelphia, well, we'll see. They're up and down, sideways. Who knows? All right, let's get your picks for this week. My picks. Saints or Dallas, Jeff? Uh, I'll say the Cowboys like 24, 23 and a half. Okay. Mike. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. Uh, I think it actually goes a little bit higher than that. I I, I think it ends up like a 30 to 27 Cowboys win. I'm going to say the Cowboys just because I'm going to just will it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to will the Cowboys to win. I am not sold that they are going to beat the Saints this week until they beat them. Anyway, what we're going to do is we're going to leave on a commercial one. That's it for tonight. Good night, guys. Are you an Good NFL guys. freak? Do you like sports gaming? If so, visit us at paydirtfootball.com. We've got the latest NFL news and gaming leagues. If you're into great graphics and great competition, sign up for our Coach Mode Madden NFL League online since 2000. The PFL is the longest running and most professionally run football league in the world. If it's the thinking man's football game you want, our action PC football league is the league for you. Less graphics, more realistic, and that translates to more fun. So check us out at paydirtfootball.com and join one of our leagues. They're free. Or just stop by for the latest NFL news. In any case, we'll see you at paydirtfootball.com.